Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy and I'm here with my sister Angie and today we are going to be talking about a book by Alex Haley called Roots. Um, so Angie, the first thing I'm going to ask you, well first of all let me just say this, Angie has not read the book and I have read the book and I forgot to look up how long it is but I'm wanting to say on Audible somewhere along the lines of 23 or 24 hours. Mm. <laughs> so it's an epic it's book. It's a My Dear Hamilton type yes. epic. Yeah. And wow. now looking back, I remember reading this when I still lived at home. I guess I would have been a teenager or early 20s. And I'm like, I read this book when I was that young. Oh, I didn't know you'd read this before. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's one reason I wanted to listen to it on Audible because I read it when I was young. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of see... And a lot of it, I did not remember it, but some of it I did. Oh, so, wow. Oh, well, I'm really impressed now. So you've read it, and now you've listened to it on Audible. Yeah. Okay, wow. So, I, yeah, I'm kind of impressed with myself. that mm -hmm. I was thinking, I read this, because it's a big, it's a long book. Did you just see it at the library and pick no, it up? Mom, oh, no, I'm you pretty just said sure Mom, mom it. owned okay. it, because yeah. I remember seeing it, and I don't know why. I just picked it up, and it was really good. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask you first, we're going to talk about the name of the book, Roots. So, any idea why he named it Roots? Actually, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but it's pretty obvious now. Mm -hmm. It's about the heritage of these people, right? And yes. Their, and their roots, but it never occurred to me that, you know, the name of the book and well, why he named it that. Well, I'm the same way. I'm, when I was younger, I never even questioned the name of the title, but now that I think about it, it's got to be Family Roots. You know, mm -hmm. where are you from? We all have family trees, and we all want to most people I would assume are interested in where they're from well this is Alex Haley this African-American guy he was interested in where he was from he grew up hearing his um, great aunts I think or grandmother and great aunts and aunts talk about his family and stories that had been passed down through generations and that just kind of I guess planted the seeds for him to be interested in his family Oh, um, okay. So I just want to talk a bit, a little bit about our roots before we talk about Alex Haley's roots. Where do we come from? Do you know? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, mom has been into genealogy as long as I can remember. So our mother has spent countless hours doing research. Do you know what's kind of odd? I've never, I don't think I've ever sat down with her and looked at a family tree or looked at any, you know, she's got, she's got a whole room devoted to old books and archives and paperwork you know so and if I were her I'd have been having my kids hey come here I want to show you this but right. I don't remember her ever really doing any of that yeah you know. for as long as I can remember our mom has traced her genial our genealogy and you're mm -hmm. right she has a bookshelves full of folders of just you know birth certificates death certificates census records um and she has done a lot of work and Anytime she meets someone, I think it's interesting. She wants to know their name, their mm -hmm. maiden name, where they're from, because she has a deep interest in where people are from and if they're connected. And I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but a fun trip for her is like going to a cemetery. Like Jeff and I took her to a cemetery in Oklahoma. Now I wish I could remember the name of it. Liberty? No. Anyway, we were able to find her. I believe it was her grandparents or great-grandparents. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, we had many vacations where, you know, the trip was basically centered around a graveyard or a courthouse. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, they would find things, of course, for us, for us to do as kids, but we knew we were going to go visit some graveyards and, 
and she would get excited over a library that she'd never been to. This is before the age of computers, you know. Yes. You'd, ha you'd actually have to travel to a courthouse yeah, to see documents. I, I but, think that's you know. what younger people may, you may or may not know, but before computers, mm -hmm. our mom would go to the, a public library and uh, look through what's called microfiche or yeah. microfiche. I don't know and how to say most it. libraries do have uh, large areas dedicated just for genealogy. Yes, I think that's cool. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I have never been as interested as our mother I don't think but now after reading this book it does make me want to do a little further research but all I know is that our maiden name is Jenkins and what was told to me was that Jenkins was one of the bigger clans in Scotland and that they were called the Jens, J-E-N and then if you were related to or kin to the Jens, you're a Jenkin oh. and then somewhere through the years the S got added and what I was told and through my research and just talking to mom and dad is that um, basically the Jenkins are from the Scotland and Wales area. And I submitted my DNA. Jeff bought me a kind of like a little, one of those little DNA tests you can submit through Ancestry.com. And I thought it was interesting uh, when I got my results back that our biggest, my biggest percentage of, you know, of ethnicity or DNA match was England. I think it was mm -hmm. like 18%. And then it was Scotland and Wales was next. And then it's just a scattering of European countries well, it in was, there. It was, and it was specifically Western Europe. So you could yeah. tell that, you know, Western Europe would be the closest part of Europe to mm -hmm. England and Wales. So Yeah, I just that thought that was interesting that it did verify what we had been told that, you know, the Jenkins come from um, Wales and Scotland. And then our mom's maiden name, Pullen. Uh, I think it. Uh, she said they come from France and England, that mm -hmm. area. But it's all Europe. So. Yeah, that is cool though that your ancestry, your DNA, did match what we believe yeah. to be. Yeah. So. And since we're identical twins, I'm assuming right. <laughs> that you don't have to do the DNA test, and that you can just look at my results. Yeah. And they yeah, would be the same. Yeah, you saved me some money. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I just saved you some money. You did. <laughs> well, I'm gonna read a summary. This book was uh, published in 1976, and it won a National Book Award, and it won one of the highest prizes, the Pulitzer, and I, I totally think it deserved it. It spent 22 weeks at the top of the New York Times as a number one book. They even had a miniseries made, and it actually helped promote the book to sell more books. Do you remember watching the miniseries when yeah, we were younger? Yeah, I'm glad you asked me that because so back in the day, you know, back in the 80s or whenever this miniseries would have been. I'm sounds, assuming it was late 70s or early 80s. So I was going to say, if it was written in 76. Mm -hmm. It was published in 1976. Okay, so that confirms that, you know, late 70s, early 80s. So, you know, back in the day, it was a big deal. Because, you know, we only had like three channels. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, they'd have these mini-series come out. Mm -hmm. And it was a big deal for some big mini... And they would promote it weeks ahead of mm -hmm. time. And then every night, you'd say, oh, this mini-series is on. We would go watch it. And then we couldn't wait. And then we have to wait till the next... Was, isn't that kind of how they did it? Uh, they I would think play it was it like two or three nights in a row. Monday through Friday or Monday yeah. through Thursday. Yeah, yeah. but you would you'd literally watch a part a part one on Monday. Yeah, you know, so it was and always I remember like, like the North and the South was a big oh, one. Oh, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. And then Roots was another one, uh -huh. you know. Yeah, but yeah we, that I brought back a good memory. I remember watching it as, a, as, you know, I don't remember at yeah, all, so but I, I remember I remember like on. just it saying Roots, and then it, it was a picture of all these like African-Americans you could see, and they'd splash them across the scene, and they were out in the fields working or whatever it was they were doing. Right. Well, Roots is the, the Saga of an American Family is a 1976 novel written by Alex Haley. 
It tells the story of Kunta Kinte, an 18th century African captured as an adolescent, sold into slavery in Africa, and transported to North America. It follows his life and the lives of his descendants in the United States down to Alex Haley. So Angie hasn't read the book, and I have, and I, this is basically just me telling her a little bit about the book. And it's, it's an epic novel. I mean, it goes all the way from Kunta Kinte and how he was kidnapped and put on a slave ship. And honestly, the, the book is, there are a lot of horrific things in the book. I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. But one of the most horrific things to me was the description of the transportation of these slaves from Africa to, I think it was Virginia. It was just horrific. It's something I'll never forget. The conditions on the ship were horrible. I think they would usually lose about a third of the people that they had captured because of the disease and just the filth and um, things like that. So you're even lucky to make it across the sea. And then it goes through all of his descendants and it goes all the way from Kunta Kinte and then Alex Haley tracked it all the way to himself. And one of the things at the end of the book that I think is so fascinating is Alex Haley talks about how he tracked down Kunta Kinte because obviously all these slaves they didn't get to, that was one of the worst things. They, they made them change their name. When Kunta Kinte got to America, the first guy that bought him made him change his name to Toby. And he said in his mind, I will never be Toby. I will be, I will always make sure that my family knows I'm Kunta Kinte. Mm. But long story short, um, Alex Haley was able to track down through slave records because you know they all had to take the name of their slave master or whatever they weren't allowed to keep their name so what he did is he had to work from himself backwards and then go through all the slave you know documents and and usually they didn't even you know all these people were treated like animals they would say slave named toby it, you know there was no last name or anything like that and finally to get to how he, his origin he had to travel to Africa and they found, and I can't think of the name of it if it's an African word, but it's men who have spent most of their life memorizing the oral stories of their people, of their tribe. And Jufra, I think was the name of the little village he was from. They were able to find a guy who literally could tell you every single family, all their kids' names, and they would say things like, in the time of the king soldiers or whatever. So you'd have to know some history to know what was going on. But this seer, or now I can't think of what they're called. But anyway, he remembered the story about the same time that uh, Kunta Kinte would have been taken of a young man. He was out chopping wood, going to make a drum, uh, being taken, and no one had ever seen him again. And they put all the pieces together. I think Alex Haley said it took him six years wow. of of researching and just countless libraries and countless documents and having to go all the way to Africa and search down. It was a big deal to search down this guy who knew the oral history of his. Oh, here's another cool thing. How they figured out the tribe was Kunta Kinte had been teaching his kids like certain words from his tribe. Mm -hmm. This means river. You know, this means man. This means this. And because there are so many dialects in Africa, they were able to track down those specific words to a specific tribe. Mm, okay. And that's how they found the guy who remembered the history and could tell it. Oh, wow. So mm. it is just a powerful, powerful book. 
and it really makes you think about where you come from and i always think about african americans you know like us we have all kinds of records we can look at and go back and you know halfway easy till you get back really old but when you're african american and your descendants are slaves you got to figure out well who do they belong to and whose name did they have to take and it's a lot more complicated mm -hmm. oh so I, can't imagine. I admire alex haley that he was able to trace it all the way back to his african ancestry and find out what his real name you know oh, did really you say was. how many generations i think was? it was and there's actually i looked online earlier today i'm wanting to say he traced it back five or six generations oh wow i'm wanting to say kunta kente was like his Great, 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 great. Like five, mm. I, th I want to say like five generations. Yeah, because I know so many times you get to a certain point and you just go get a dead end. Yes. So yeah. I can only imagine how hard that was, especially under those circumstances. Yeah. But it's a very powerful book. I highly recommend it. I give it five stars. I see why it won the Pulitzer. And if anyone who's listening, if you're interested in heritage and just the story of this family and just everything they endured is just heartbreaking a lot of the stuff that happened but it's very interesting oh and another thing i like is at the beginning it does go into a lot of the customs of the african tribe and their beliefs and i didn't know this but they were muslim oh yeah wow, they were muslim and hmm. kunta kente never did convert to christianity but he did marry a christian woman and that's how the majority of the family became christians because they kind of just followed the beliefs of her and not him and they just called him the african oh okay <laughs> did you have any questions or comments no i just surprised when you told me you were reading this book because i haven't thought of this book in a really long time but my first thought was i remember it being a really really big book yeah so if it's 23 to 24 hours on audible that is quite lengthy I, I don't know why i even thought to read it yeah it is definitely a time commitment if you're going to read it or listen to it get ready because well it's an epic novel and it's going to take how a while long do you think it took you to listen to it i think it if i'll have to go back to audible but i'm wanting to say it was at least 23 to 24 hours long if no, not but more. i mean how long of a space of a time did it take you uh, to, to listen, listen to it oh uh, i probably or? listened to it over two or three weeks just okay. as i had time or whatever all right well is there anything else you want to add or say any no, thoughts I, I think it does sound very interesting and that this sounds like a book i would like to read okay mm -hmm. well if she ever does read it we'll come back and get her thoughts on it okay thank right. you for joining us and we'll see you next time on twin, twin talk, talk.